0: Hello my loves and welcome to Es Mi Vida by Nati Hills, a podcast for those of us struggling with chronic pain and mental health. My name is Nati and I'm here to remind you to catch your breath. I started this podcast because as a chronic pain survivor, mental health warrior, Mexican Latina, LGBTQIA two-spirit proud member, ex Seventh-day Adventist, wife, mother, sister, daughter, and friend, I have a lot of things to say. I've spent the last few years learning how to heal from all the traumas that caused so much havoc in my body. Today as a teacher, Reiki master, ordained minister, author, and advocate, I'd love to build a community where we are led to love, healing, understanding, and education. I invite you to relax as you follow along and remember, all healing is self healing. And don't forget, Un Dia La Vez. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of Es Mi Vida, It's My Life by Nati Heals, a podcast where we talk about chronic pain and mental health and what it is to live with it, deal with it, and just to educate ourselves a little bit more on what it means. I wanted to start by giving a big thank you to everyone who took the time to listen to last week's episode. Thank you for your shares and your likes and your comments. And thank you for encouraging me to keep doing this. This is a big deal, this is my dream and it's something I've always wanted to do. I wanted to continue by taking a moment to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, I think this is a huge deal. Growing up, I wish that we had something like this. I mean, I think the most I remember growing up is having like the Puerto Rican fair down in Violet, New Jersey, which was amazing. But seeing that people are actually taking the time not only to educate themselves, but celebrate the Hispanic culture as well is amazing. Talking about that. I am in the middle of the series Rey about Vicente Fernandez on Netflix and let me tell you guys if you haven't watched it please go watch it it's amazing the way that they talk the clothes everything reminds me of the stories my grandfather used to tell me and I can't stop watching I am currently binging but it's great. And it's great to see the history of our people and where our families came from. Good to see a different perspective in order to change, you know, the way we think about certain things. I love it because we're no longer victims. We are now warriors and we're here to teach others the meaning of love. Talking about that, I'd like to take the next few moments to send some extra love, light, healing prayers to our friends and family in Puerto Rico that are battling Hurricane Fiona right now, as well as those friends and family in Mexico that faced a 7.6 earthquake. And I'm sure there's a lot of sadness and devastation right now. And if you're like me, it worries you. It's heavy on your heart and your mind. But what can you do about it? While we figure that out, the first thing that I can suggest is pray. Pray for strength and courage. Pray for the right people to stand up and stand up for our people. Para la familia y los amigos allá en Puerto Rico, en México y en todos los otros lugares latinos donde están pasando cosas fuertes, le queremos mandar muchas oraciones y mucho amor y que ustedes sepan que estamos pensando en ustedes. I would like to take a moment to be silent and allow us all to say a silent prayer for our friends and families and those struggling with these disasters. For this morning's meditation, I'd like to start again with the mindfulness cards, simple day practices for everyday life. And you can find these on www.chroniclebooks.com. I absolutely love them. I literally use them every day. Today, the card that I pulled is called May I Be Well, which is perfect for what we're talking about. And it says, We all want to be safe, healthy, and happy. So even if it feels a little bit self-indulgent, reminding ourselves of this throughout the day is a lovely way to stay in touch with the basic desire. An easy way to do this is to repeat the phrase, may I be well, may I be happy, to yourself. These words will cultivate a sense of self-care and will bring feeling of warmth and kindness to even the coldest times. Try incorporating the phrases into your daily routine by repeating them to yourself each morning when you wake up and each evening before you go to sleep. So last week we spoke on episode two called Fibrosis about what it is to have fibromyalgia what fibromyalgia is, what it looks like, some symptoms. We spoke about a little bit of my testimony since I was diagnosed over a decade ago. And part of me sharing my testimony is one, so that we can connect on something, and two, so that I can give you tips and tricks on things that I do to help me feel better. One, using Reiki meditation, using the mindfulness cards, and I also like to bring to you the essential oil of the day. I love essential oils. They have been a huge deal in my healing. I like to put it on my skin. Some people don't. That's okay. You can put it on a diffuser. You can put it on a bracelet, necklace, whatever you choose to do with it. It's up to you. Make sure you research them. Make sure you find out benefits, symptoms, all of the above. But I wanted to bring you today one of my favorites, which is chamomile. I love chamomile tea. I love the way it smells. I love the way it feels. And if you guys hear that noise I just made, that's me constantly putting it on my hands. Um, Chamomile is actually really good for nervous tension, upset stomach, a lot of things for kids. I remember I used to boil some and put some uh, in a bottle for the kids when they were really sick. Um, it's also good for calming, anti-inflammatory, and it really helps. It's a really good disinfectant for the urinary tract. It soothes. And I guess the, my favorite part is the inflammation. As someone who struggles with her health, inflammation is common, um, especially during allergy season, So breathing in some chamomile, opening up my lungs, giving me a chance to catch my breath is amazing. So I highly suggest it. Uh, But do your research first. My wife suggested that I talk about my crystals. I have a pretty big crystal collection. They're my favorite things. I tell her I collect crystals, I collect magnets, and I collect mugs. <laughs> and my crystal collection is really special. I think I have crystals throughout the whole house, and each one has a different meaning to me. I like to get crystals during special moments and also has a different meaning within itself. Before y'all get on me about crystals are bad, I don't want to hear it, okay? Let me give you three points. One, how can they be bad? They come from the earth, they're natural. Two, you know, the Bible talks about crystals all the time and how special they are and how they are viewed. I mean, look it up, it's beautiful. And three, if it's not for you, it's not for you, and I'm okay with that. But this is something that I love that helps me, and I want to share with those who want to learn about it. So, that being said, the one I picked today is sodalite. Sodalite's meaning properties are seekers of truth, which is exciting to me and I'll share with you why in a minute. But it says, anyone who finds themselves on a spiritual journey, this is the crystal for you because it helps you to encourage and uphold your beliefs. Um I got this crystal in Puerto Rico on my honeymoon as this idea of making this business, this podcast was even starting to be thought of. Uh, My wife is someone who encourages me to be myself, to seek my own truth, to speak my own truth. And I tell you guys, to be honest, when I picked this crystal, one, it was an emotional moment. I was walking in Mayagüez Mall with my tío Victor and my wife and his his wife, and we were walking and talking, and it was such a special moment. I wanted something for myself to remember that moment, and we walked by a little crystal stand, and I I, I couldn't help it. I had to stop. I had to look. It's like uh, the dogs when they see the squirrels. That's me, okay? Okay. <laughs> So I didn't know the meaning of it. There was nothing really there except for the little papers. But I decided I was going to go on my intuition and pick the one that called out to me the most. And in that moment, it was this one. It's in the shape of a horse. It's blue and white. It's absolutely beautiful. I use my crystals uh, when I'm studying. So last week, we spoke on episode two called Fibrosis about what it is to have fibromyalgia what fibromyalgia is, what it looks like, some symptoms. We spoke about a little bit of my testimony since I was diagnosed over a decade ago. And part of me sharing my testimony is one, so that we can connect on something, and two, so that I can give you tips and tricks on things that I do to help me feel better. One, using Reiki meditation, using the mindfulness cards, and I also like to bring to you the essential oil of the day. I love essential oils. They have been a huge deal in my healing. I like to put it on my skin. Some people don't. That's okay. You can put it on a diffuser. You can put it on a bracelet, necklace, whatever you choose to do with it. It's up to you. Make sure you research them. Make sure you find out benefits, symptoms, all of the above. But I wanted to bring you today one of my favorites, which is chamomile. I love chamomile tea. I love the way it smells. I love the way it feels. And if you guys hear that noise I just made, that's me constantly putting it on my hands. Um, Chamomile is actually really good for nervous tension, upset stomach, a lot of things for kids. I remember I used to boil some and put some uh, in a bottle for the kids when they were really sick. Um, it's also good for calming, anti inflammatory, and it really helps. It's a really good disinfectant for the urinary tract. It soothes. And I guess my favorite part is the inflammation. As someone who struggles with her health, inflammation is common, um, especially during allergy season. So breathing in some chamomile, opening up my lungs, giving me a chance to catch my breath is amazing. So I highly suggest it, Uh, but do your research first. My wife suggested that I talk about my crystals. I have a pretty big crystal collection. They're my favorite things. I tell her I collect crystals, I collect magnets, and I collect mugs. <laughs> and my crystal collection is really special. I think I have crystals throughout the whole house, and each one has a different meaning to me. I like to get crystals during special moments and also has a different meaning within itself. Before y'all get on me about crystals are bad, I don't want to hear it, okay? Let me give you three points. One, how can they be bad? They come from the earth, they're natural. Two, you know, the Bible talks about crystals all the time and how special they are and how they are viewed. I mean, look it up, it's beautiful. And three, if it's not for you, it's not for you, and I'm okay with that. But this is something that I love that helps me, and I want to share with those who want to learn about it. So that being said, the one I picked today is Soda Light. meaning properties are seekers of truth, which is exciting to me. And I'll share with you why in a minute, but it says anyone who finds themselves on a spiritual journey, this is the crystal for you because it helps you to encourage and uphold your beliefs. Um, I got this crystal in Puerto Rico on my honeymoon as this idea of making this business, this podcast was even starting to be thought of. Uh, My wife is someone who encourages me to be myself, to seek my own truth, to speak my own truth. And I tell you guys, to be honest, when I picked this crystal, one, it was an emotional moment. I was walking in Mayagüez Mall with my tío Victor and my wife and his his wife, and we were walking and talking, and it was such a special moment. I wanted something for myself to remember that moment, and we walked by a little crystal stand, and I, I, I couldn't help it. I had to stop. I had to look. It's like uh, the dogs when they see the squirrels. That's me. okay. (laughs) so I didn't know the meaning of it. There was nothing really there except for the little papers. But I decided I was going to go on my intuition and pick the one that called out to me the most. And in that moment, it was this one. It's in the shape of a horse. It's blue and white. It's absolutely beautiful. I use my crystals uh, when I'm studying. When I'm in the bath, when I'm praying, when I'm meditating, I just really love my crystals. So if you have a crystal collection, let's talk about it. Tell me which ones your favorites are in the Facebook group and uh, maybe we'll continue doing this too. And now for the good stuff. I wanted to talk today about diabetes. Yep. Diabetes, the number one enemy of all my life. I was diagnosed with diabetes by 26 years old and grew up watching my mama fight with diabetes. I know a lot of people who have diabetes. Actually, all my grandparents had diabetes, and it runs throughout my family. Um, according to the American Diabetes Association, the people that are most affected by diabetes are African Americans, Mexican Americans, American Indians, Asian Americans, and other minority groups um, who are at higher risk of developing type 2 diabetes and all the complications that come with it, like uh, limb amputations, kidney failure, uh, problems with your eyesight, and different things like that. But what is diabetes? That's something we really need to talk about because not a lot of people know what diabetes even is. Um, or if they know, they don't educate themselves enough. So diabetes is not just one, but a group of diseases that affects how your body uses sugar, aka glucose. Sugar's in everything. Even the fruit that we eat, especially in all the sweets, candies, and sodas that we eat, it's in sugar. Again, it's also called glucose. Glucose is actually a really important source of energy for the cells, and it makes up the muscle and the tissues. It also creates brain source of fuel, like it is our fuel for our brain. The main cause of diabetes varies. I know the main one is you are what you eat. Gotta be careful what we're putting in our bodies. But no matter what type of diabetes you have, the problem will always be that there is too much sugar in the blood, and that could lead to serious health problems. So let's talk about the different kinds of diabetes. There is chronic diabetes that includes type 1 and 2. Um, potentially reversible diabetes with conditions includes pre-diabetes and gestational diabetes, which is what I had. I was able to have my diabetes controlled by watching the way that I ate. Um, I was on medication for a while, but as I got healthier, I was able to get off of the medication. Um, pre-diabetes happens when the blood sugar levels are higher than normal, but the blood levels aren't high enough to be called diabetes. Um, But again, if you have the pre-diabetes, it's just as bad. You got to take care of yourselves. Uh, Gestational diabetes happens during pregnancy, but it may go away after the baby is born. Some symptoms that you may feel is feeling more thirsty than usual, having to urinate a lot, losing weight without trying, the presence of ketones in the urine. Um, they're a byproduct of breakdown of muscle and fat. And it happens when there's not a lot of insulin in your body to fight the diabetes. Uh, feeling tired and weak, feeling irritable or having mood swings and changes, having blurred vision, having slow healing sores and getting a lot of infections in your gum, skin, and even like women, even in our private, men too. Um, But again, some things that cause diabetes, again, with the eating, I will always push that because, again, I am a big believer of you are what you eat. Our bodies need nourishment, just like our cars need that good gasoline and oil. Our bodies need the same. There's also a link to genetics. Like I said earlier, all my grandparents had diabetes, every single one of them my dad's two parents, my mom's two parents. Um, I was diagnosed at 26 years old and it was very scary. I remember I wasn't feeling well one day. I called out of work. I was working at the Christian school and I was just feeling terrible. And lucky for me that, uh, one of my friends who was a nurse came to visit and she just happened to say, let's check your sugar. She happened to have a machine checked my sugar. I was at 456. I know y'all heard me, right? 456. You're supposed to be between 90 and 120. Uh, This was right after my hysterectomy. So my body was going through a lot. But after that, I had to make sure I was taking care of myself after watching the struggle that my ama, my grandmother went through with diabetes. I mean, she spent a lot of time in the hospital. I would play by her side as uh, the day would go by, my mom would have to go to work, and I would just spend time with Ama. And I remember her always being sick, and they would always say, well, it's the diabetes. But she was addicted to her soda. Hmm. I still remember you could hear her in the middle of the night with the opening her little can of soda. <laughs> but unfortunately, my mom passed away at an early age from complications. Um, and that really made me sad then again, we have other people who lived for a very long time with diabetes. It's, again, a choice. What do you choose to do if you have this? And how do you choose to take care of yourselves? Our foods of our culture matter. I know there's a lot of fried foods that we love, but let's try to figure out healthier choices. Um, I, for one, have changed the oils that I use. I love coconut oil, olive oil, Um, I try not to fry as much, even though I love my french fries, but (laughs) it's just really not healthy for us. The way we exercise matters. I know, I know, especially if you're dealing with chronic pain, it's not always easy to get up and go for walks. It's not always easy to do what you got to do for yourself, but it matters because our bodies are not meant to stay stagnant. Even if it's just stretching, guys, get up and do something. Go to your doctors, go see your specialist, talk to them, let them know what you're really going through. Stop faking it. I know we as a community fake that we're okay when we're not. Let them know the truth. Keep testing. I know, I know, I hate the little needles too. Absolutely despise them. But if I don't test, I don't know where I am. And if I don't know where I am, how can I help myself, right? same goes for you. Another thing that has helped me a lot on my journey is the FODMAP diet. I talk about this a lot. I'm on week three, um, but it's really been hard, but it's helped me change my perspective on diet. Um, It's not easy to change your habits. Matter of fact, I learned a long time ago, it takes 40 days to create a habit. So I'm almost there. I'm eating better. I'm not getting as sick. My sugars are more controlled. And I promise y'all, you have the intelligence, you have the divinity, you have the spirit to be able to help yourself get through having diabetes. It's really hard. And when you have something like diabetes, it's even easier to lose yourself in depression and anxiety, feeling like you're a burden, feeling like it's a lot. Because it is a lot. It is. It's a lot to see. You have to change your diet. It's a lot to see the sadness in people's eyes when you have to tell them, oh, I'm diabetic. I can't eat that. It's really hard. Um, but it is something that we can live with today. It is something that is manageable. It is something that if you take care of yourselves, you can deal with. And My heart goes out to everyone out there struggling with diabetes. I know the struggle firsthand. I see it every day. This is part of the reason why we're doing this, guys. Let's talk about it. If you don't have diabetes and you know someone that does, give them a little extra love and care. It's really hard to deal with stuff like this, especially when it's within you and your own body and you feel like you're doing things wrong. You're not. They're not. You know, give them the love and the attention and the respect that they need. If somebody in your life struggles with diabetes, be productive in their lives. Don't just sit there and scold them. Listen, I get scolded all the time, (laughs) even by my children. You know, you're not supposed to be eating that, but I'm human too, you know. Maybe if I had better options, people to hold me accountable, which I do now, um, come up with a plan. Listen, if you guys are eating that, that's cool enjoy that. You have the right to eat what you want, but I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure I have a different option. My wife is amazing at making sure that I have options here to eat whatever it is that I can eat that can be similar to what they're eating. So I'm not always feeling left out or feeling like I'm missing out on a great meal. I'm a foodie. I love food. Um, your perspective matters. I want you to know that the way you think about your health matters. You know if you get angry at yourself, you're going to get lost in the darkness of the ego of beating yourself up, right? But if you change your perspective, find what works for you, find what makes you happy, then it makes life a little bit easier. That being said, one of the main things that I love to do is my meditation. Um I like to, yes, I have my coffee in the morning, but after that, I drink tons of water. I use my meditation time to give myself time to heal, help my body through whatever process it is that it needs to go through. And, you know, for me, stress once again will make my sugar levels go crazy. Stress is a big, big, big thing for many different illnesses, a big trigger for many different illnesses. Be careful. Take care of yourself. Give yourself grace. Give yourself love. Give yourself mercy. Take even if it's 10 minutes a day to do a personal meditation. Do what makes you happy. You know, like I said earlier, I love the bathtub. I love being in this room, even in my office. And in really bad days, I do it right from my bed. It matters. You matter. And I don't want you to forget that. All right, guys, I really hope that this episode has helped you learn something, whether it be about meditation, whether it be about diabetes, or different ways to help yourself deal with chronic pain and mental health. Uh, I wanted to invite you all to my social media. Go to my TikTok, follow, like, share. Instagram, there's two. There's not the M85 and not the underscore heels with a period in between each letter for heels. There is the free Facebook group. I keep, keep, keep mentioning this on all my lives and on all the podcasts. It is so important to grow this community for me. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear what you're going through, your struggles. I don't have to put it on air. That would be up to you. And I just really want to start this conversation. We're all going through a lot of stuff and it's time to bring attention to this. I also wanna announce that we are now on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts as well, which is a huge, huge deal to me. It means we're growing. That makes me really, really happy. I also just wanna thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time taking the time to be here, to listen, to learn, to just be part of this experience. I really love you guys. I send you so much love, light, and healing. I hope you pray for me as I pray for you and that you remember to continue to catch your breath. Um, I'm going to take the next few minutes to just say a little meditation with you before we go, and just take this moment to focus on your breathing as you continue on throughout your day, and I'll see you guys here next week. Bye! I didn't want to forget to bring you a reading from my favorite oracle deck, Earth Warriors Oracle, Rise of the Soul Tribe of Sacred Guardians and Inspired Visionaries by Alana Fairchild. I actually picked this card earlier on my Instagram Live. Uh, Feel free to go and watch the whole episode there. But I wanted to add some stuff that's a little different from this card onto the podcast. Um, The card that I picked for today is card number 38, Pachamama, She with the Andean Emerald Heart. And it says, In a reading, Don't hold back from what is happening. Things need to change, so let them change. It may seem chaotic or overwhelming now. However, when you realize that you don't need to figure it all out, you will relax, allowing the wisdom of what is happening at a deeper level to unfold. Trust that your inner resources are enough and will grow to meet your needs for soul expression in the world. You may sometimes feel like you're juggling too many projects with too few arms. The Divine Mother can help if you trust her to keep an eye on things and guide you, guide you through the process. This oracle indicates the peace, harmony, that will eventually triumph over conflict and challenge, bringing about a new way of being. That's so beautiful. And that's exactly what we're trying to do here today. You know, this podcast once again was started to start a conversation. And I really feel like this is part of that. It says here, say this out loud. I'm gonna close my eyes with one hand on my heart, another on my abdomen. As I read this out loud, I ask you to continue focusing on your breathing Shake off whatever you have to shake off and really take in this message. I want you to reflect on something that you're grateful for, something that you can show gratitude for, something that matters, something that you just want to say thank you for. Take this moment, put your hands on your heart, one on your abdomen, and breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, and think about those moments that you are showing gratitude for. Feel the happiness in your heart Say thank you. Thank you, spirit, for giving us the opportunity of coming together and being here. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to grow, heal, learn, and just enjoy this moment of self-care. Thank you for these moments that I'm so grateful for. Thank you for providing the ability to remember these moments. And these moments, the happiness that I feel is something that I want to feel forever. So be it. When you are ready, you're going to gently remove your hands from your heart, carrying with you those feelings which you just felt spirit offering and lightly sprinkling them into the earth. Those spiritual offerings can lightly slide from your palms down into your fingertips, down into the earth. Softly move your hands and fingers with the intent of releasing your gift to the earth. If you wish, you can also croon to her as you do this. Use loving, soothing words or tones or a chant that resonates with your soul. When you feel that this process is completed, finish with your hands in prayer. (sighs) Thank you. Thank you for being here with us once again. Thank you for sharing in this experience. Thank you for being you in the moment that you're in. See you next time.